Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever asinine Louis Fox. <laughs> I'm like a guy in the 70s tripping balls. Is that what? That's not what asinine Oh, they said acidizing. <laughs> As- acidizing, yes. No. Come on now. All right. So what's up, dude? What's going on, man? Where are you? I'm in Moses Lake, Washington. Nice. Very. Do you know why they call it Moses Lake, Louis? <laughs> why? Because there's a big interstate that divides the two lakes. Really? Or the one lake. Is that where Moses got his idea to part the Red Sea from Moses it's Lake? It's true. It's, it's uh, Corinthians 4.13. Was, uh, Moses, Moses was uh, strolling around on Google Maps. ninety, <laughs> and said, uh, hey, uh, th- this is crazy. <laughs> Let's, <laughs> why do we have to go around this lake? I wonder. Let's put an interstate right in the middle. I should ask around and see if, like, if you're on like the north side of the lake, are you like more bougie than the south side of the lake? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a pretty big lake, right? I think so. I haven't really seen it besides driving the interstate to it. <laughs> it's like the road to Jerusalem, man. It I mean, that's kind it. When of is. I, whenever I pass through it, I'm like, this. I feel uh, like I'm closer to God. <laughs> well, on the way, well, while I was here yesterday, I feel closer to God because I just got a pretty awesome haircut. Yeah, I see that. It's pretty sharp. I got it. It was the best, worst haircut I've had in a while. So the lady who did it was super pregnant, like ready to pop pregnant. And she warned like, me. Did she say, uh, hey, uh, sorry, if I have to cut this short, I might have to go uh, give birth in a little bit? <laughs> She's go- she goes, my go bag's right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, this is my, my plan, okay? If my water breaks, then I need you to call my mom and then call the midwife, and then I need you to uh, drive me to this hospital. And for citizenship purposes, you're the father. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, I'm nine months pregnant or almost nine months pregnant, so I apologize for my belly. And the whole time, it was like like her belly was jammed into me. I can feel the kid move. <laughs> You're like, uh, this this baby uh, has three arms. Yeah, yeah. Like, you where you're having twins, and it's gonna be a breach. I'm sorry. I've I've, I've listened, and your baby is allergic to gl- to gluten. <laughs> your baby has has a uh, he is predisposi- predisposed to being a hairdresser. <laughs> did they, did she have like all the uh, you know baby shower games that like. All right, if you guess the exact weight of the baby and the date it's born, you win a free haircut. Dude, that would would be the thing is if she had a jar where like you put a dollar in and then you did the baby pool, she would crush it. Yeah, right? Yeah. And then and, and then the feds bust in and break, bust her for uh, gambling. <laughs> <laughs> we have to seize $10,000 and your baby. <laughs> That's what you get. Does your baby have it to the Give it to the legal father, Louis Fox. Yeah. Does does the baby have a hairdresser license? Because I think half this haircut's illegal right now. If we can't find the father, the baby goes to the last hair haircut you gave. That's why they wanted my barber, phone number. Barbershop law. That's why they wanted my phone number to check in. Uh, so Moses Lake, Lake is good. It's as good as Moses Lake gets. How's uh, Oregon? 
It is good, man. Uh, you know, it's hot. Ooh. And it's uh, this global warming is legit, man. <laughs> so hot. You're going to take a it's, – it's going to dry up like the middle of Moses Lake <laughs> that you dry. I know. Through. My pond is completely dried out. You don't fill it up? No, no. What happened to all the frogs? I have no idea. They're gone, and there's no frog carcasses either, so they must have found another home. <laughs> they just hopped down to a... They're, they're buried deep under the, you know, the soil. You Who should knows? put the hose yeah. in there. I did that last year, and uh, I just haven't been around this year to maintain it. So ah. I'm going to dig it all out, and uh, you know, whatever frogs I find that are dead, I will give them a proper burial. Nice. You're, you're going to unbury them to bury them? <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to play that Looney Tunes like, hello, my baby, hello, my darling, hello, my ragtime gal. All right, Louie, let's get some stories. Let's do it. This story comes from my favorite news source, Louie, foxnews.com. That's a news source more reliable than having a baby at the carnival on the Gravitron. You don't think that'd be good? No, it just keeps, it spins you around. You keep shoving the baby back inside you. <laughs> you know, the doctor could be on the other side. You get your legs up high. Gravitron spins you around. <laughs> then you puke and shoot at a baby. <laughs> Uh, the story goes, couple arrested for having sex on Ohio Amusement Park's Ferris wheel. I bet, though, that's going to be the one all the, like, the teenage boys want to ride in now. They're like, this smells like old people sex. <laughs> that ride is now two tickets, not just one. This is a, the adult-only Ferris wheel where clothing is optional. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's at the nudist resort. A couple was arrested for having sex on a Ferris wheel at an amusement park in Ohio after some witnesses reported the not-so-family-friendly incident, according to local reports. What is more family-friendly than making families? <laughs> That's what they're doing. Yeah, there you go. It's... Making babies. Yeah, you go to. I mean, you go to the amusement park to learn how to squirt water into a clown's mouth, how to knock down milk bottles, and how to make babies. That's... And there, there is a video for this, but I'm afraid to click on it. <laughs> it's probably just takes you right to Pornhub. <laughs> the couple, both 32 years old, was allegedly seen having sex in one of the cars on the Cedar Point Amusement Park's giant wheel attraction, Fox television stations reported, citing a police report. I love that, A, okay, so they're both 32, so it's age appropriate. It's not like a 32-year-old and a 15-year-old or something no. crazy like that. But what I love is... These two adults were like, what do you want to do today? You want to have sex in a Ferris wheel? And the other one's like, sounds like a good idea. Well, I just think that's such a weird place to do it because, A, it's not completely enclosed. And it goes around like once every four minutes. <laughs> yeah. It might even be less than that, dude. <laughs> where, where else are you going to have sex? You're like, we're going to have sex uh, in the Hall of Mirrors? Oh, they could, they could never find you. It'd be like that Bruce Lee yeah, movie. Maybe. 
I don't know what would be a better place to do it. Yeah, I think like somewhere like those haunted mansions where you're like at least in a building. <laughs> yeah. Then if someone comes around, they'll be like, oh, my God. And we're like, we're just part of the ride. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> Have you ever seen two people do it carny style? <laughs> Are the other park goers on the ride, including two juveniles, complained to its operators about the incident, saying that they saw the couple naked and their cart shaking back and forth. The report said. But that, they could have been playing naked Yahtzee, for all we know. Like, that's really, like, the shaking. Man, it's whatever. The zipper. That would be a good one. Because you got your own little, you got your own enclosed thing. Yeah, right? you're, People you're, you're strapped into your own little cage. Yeah. The group said that the couple knew that they were watching and started laughing and continued their behavior, according to the police report. I like, like we, I mean, once you plan to have sex in the Ferris wheel, I don't think people watching you is going to stop you. No, I think that's, I think that's part of they, – they probably want that, I would yeah. imagine, right? I would think the, so. The couple initially denied having sex on the ride, which climbs to heights of 145 feet, the Akron Beach Journal reported. This is what you do when you can't afford the Mile High Club. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm the 145 feet club. Have you been to the uh, Ferris Wheel Height Club? <laughs> no. <laughs> The 32-year-old woman claimed that she dropped a pack of cigarettes from the shorts that she was wearing under her dress, and her partner helped to pick them up. That is the worst excuse ever. It was like, I I lost a lot of weight recently, and my pants just won't stay up. Are you thin-shaming me? (laughs) I dropped my cigarettes, so I stripped naked, climbed on top of my boyfriend (laughs) while he tried to pick them up. He wouldn't pick them up unless I, you know, gave him a little... uh, It's the worst excuse. I love it. Like, Police said the couple later admitted to having sex on the ride. The couple was arrested and charged with public indecency. What do you think, Louie? I love everything about this. Oh, really? Yeah, just because, the, the like, you went out to do your, your Ferris wheels shenanigans, and then you deny it with some crazy, like, you, that, you didn't think of the story first, like, if someone called you on it. Like, yeah, right? Well, I think they probably that's just their fetish, and then it, uh, they got you know they didn't think the cops would be called. But I the, mean, the whole thing is like the the I guess the thrill is you expect to be caught, and then you. you I would think that if you're making the conscious decision to go to a carnival, you're probably signing up for I'm going to see someone. I'm going to see some nakedness. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder where it says on the ticket that you can't. Because here's the thing, this is it's not really public; it's private property. Yeah, I guess. But you're still it's like a count it's a county fair. No, dude. it's not. It's a it's an amusement park. Oh, I thought Oh, yeah. You're right. So that's the thing is like what there's nothing public about it. It's private. Yeah. I'd fight it on that on on semantics. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like it. Yep. News story part two. This story comes from comicbook.com. That's a news source more reliable than the ice cream man accurately reporting his taxes to the IRS. You don't think there's an upstanding tax paying ice cream man? Definitely not, especially now that they're like, it's still an all cash business, but it's run out of like van. <laughs> you don't think that there's a, uh, you know, a uh, Ice cream guy with a little square reader. 
<laughs> for all the little kids running out with their credit cards. Can I Venmo you for a rocket pop? <laughs> so, Louis, this is a pretty interesting story. It says Miller High Life launches dive bar flavored ice cream. I like how Miller High Life could have done anything. It could have been like, well, that's really all it could be is dive bar. <laughs> you could have a frat house flavored ice cream. <laughs> and you could have my white trash neighbor flavored ice cream. And that's it. Well, yeah, I mean, Miller hasn't even mastered the taste of beer, let alone like <laughs> diving into the ice cream market. It's a natural ice progression, is, right? Ice cream is one of those treats that almost everyone can agree on, largely because it's a treat that offers a little something for everyone. Except truly. Those- Except those that are lactose intolerant. Right? Truly, there's nothing quite like ice cream. But now Miller High Life is taking ice cream in an interesting new direction by pairing the beloved treat with another beloved thing. The dive bar. You remember when the dive bar wasn't cool? I don't know if the dive bar is a beloved thing, though. Is it just sort of like a place that people go because they want to either avoid people or get drunk for cheap or just sit in darkness and be sad? Yeah. that's What's more American than that? <laughs> but I don't think it's a uh, beloved thing, is it? <laughs> I don't think so. No. I mean, I do like a dive bar when I travel, but it always cracks me up what people think is a dive bar. The amount of, like, hipster bars they send me to. I'm like, no. I'm looking for, like, a 60% chance of being stabbed. Yeah. Like, if the bartender has both eyes or all ten digits, then it's not a dive bar. Yeah, if the bartender doesn't look me up and down and go, nope. (laughs) If the bartender hasn't been given three months to live, it's not a dive bar. If the bartender hasn't been given three months to life, not a dive bar. On Monday, Miller High Life announced a partnership with Tipsy Scoop to create the ice cream dive bar to not just celebrate dive bars, but the 100th anniversary of the ice cream bar as well. I like how the ice cream bar association's like down with this. They're like, you know what we need? <laughs> Crappy beer flavored ice cream to celebrate 100 years of ice cream, and that's the best they can do. I love how you just like said a sentence with the ice cream bar association like there is a... <laughs> The IBA international body <laughs> to regulate the ice cream bars. They're a governing or they're like the national Olympic thing. They're just the governing body. <laughs> the ice cream dive bar is described as a combination of Miller high life infused ice cream with mixins inspired by dive bars. So the mixins are like cigarette butts, condom yeah. wrappers and <laughs> sadness. <laughs> Uh, the ice cream dive bar contains premium ice cream infused with high life. And yes, actual high life. The ice cream packs a 5% alcohol by volume. So these are definitely treats for 21 plus ice cream fans, a delicious peanut butter swirl to bring in the saltiness of the iconic dive bar snack, a hint of tobacco smoke flavor to represent the scent of the dive bar, a gooey caramel swirl for the sticky dive bar floor feeling and a fun sprinkle of carbonated candy because high life is the champagne of beers. Those are all the parts of a dive bar. I do not want in my mouth. Wait, what part of a dive bar would you want in your mouth? (laughs) Maybe some chicken wings. It's all dipped in dark chocolate and an homage to the dark wood and dim lights of the dive bar. It's an interesting creation, and if the Miller High Life Ice Cream Dive Bar is something that you want to try, the good news is you can. 
This unique offering will be available to purchase today, August 15th on tipsyscoop.com, goldbelly.com, and in Tipsy Scoop's three New York City barler, barler locations. It's, a, it's like an ice cream barler. Is that what it is? Yes, that's exactly what it is. I like how someone's going to go on the Gold Belly and be like, I want this. Have you ever used Gold Belly? Uh, no. It's kind of a cool thing. I think we used it once to get ribs. Um, so you can get like it. They like over. They like have a private guy like hop on a plane with your flat of ribs and deliver them to you from like a restaurant anywhere in the country. Huh. I, yeah. I've never even heard of it. Before. You could probably get your Amish pretzels through this. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it's like a weird courier service where like you're like, I need Amish pretzels, and they like have a guy buy a plane ticket. <laughs> Six bucks. It's it's exactly like like how they trans like a, a heart transplant happens. There's a helicopter involved. A lot of people. <laughs> Maybe I could get my Amish pretzel uh, and on the on the courier with the the new kidney or something. Yeah, right. You could get an Amish pretzel and an airline pretzel. <laughs> The treats will be available to all 50 states via overnight shipping, though you want to ensure that someone 21 plus is available to sign for the delivery because they are boozy bars. The Miller High Life ice cream bar is just the latest interesting ice cream innovation in recent months. Earlier this year, Grey Poupon teamed up with Van Leeuwen Artisan ice cream to release an ice cream flavored like the iconic mustard. That is the grossest thing. What do you think? (laughs) think? That's the grossest thing ever. Uh, yeah, it, uh, this sounds pretty disgusting. Um, I'm interested though. In, in the Grey Poupon flavored ice cream? No, not the Grey Poupon. And then there were later, the, in, later in the article, we sort of cut it short. There's a pizza flavored ice cream also. Yes. That, I, I don't know if I want that at all. The dive bar one sounds interesting because it has like normal ice cream things in it, like pretzels <laughs> or tobacco smoke. Tobacco. Oh yeah. Tobacco. Like what the, what, what is that? About? How do you add tobacco? Is there just like some dude just like, well, it's tobacco smoke flavor. So I don't know, man. It's like, it's going to taste like an ashtray. I bet. Oh, I hope they had some grit in there too. And we like, we also put sand in there to mimic the grit. <laughs> also, we took all that leftover liquid from the bar and just poured that in there too. <laughs> That's what it, The swill. <laughs> Oh, this sounds disgusting. I'm I'm a fan. <laughs> it's the odd and offbeat podcast. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. Where can the fine people see Louis Fox this week? This week, you can check me out from the 24th through the 28th at the Western Idaho Fair in Boise, Idaho. You can also check me out. Uh, the day this comes out, I will be staying at the Potato Hotel. So Sweet. if you're in Boise area and you want to swing by and check out the potato, hit me up. I can, I can let you in. There is some awesome vegan barbecue in Boise. Is there? You got to go to. Yeah. All it's right. Great. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, I want to say it's like Jack Jack's or something. Okay. Smoky Jack's. <laughs> That's like every barbecue joint. <laughs> You're going to get me stabbed going into the, the Smoky Jacks going, is this the vegan barbecue? And they're like, <laughs> where can they catch you? I'm going to be in Seattle. My parents and I are going to be up there for a Mariners game on the 23rd. And then I got a show in Covington, Washington, which is just outside of Seattle, the afternoon of the 24th. Then I will be on the Disney Wonder from the 26th to the 29th. I will be in Alaska. This is my last, uh, my last cruise for the year as of right now. Ooh. So 
uh, yeah, I'm kind of excited about that. Nice. And then I had, yeah. So it should be fun, man. It'll be. <laughs> get to come to the old haunts, then get to go up to Alaska. Yeah. Say goodbye to the glaciers. <laughs> They're already gone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if you find any news stories, folks, please send it our way. Info at oddandoffbeat.com. Feel free to subscribe on our Patreon for an additional bonus episode and some postcards from the road. Don't forget to give us five-star reviews wherever you get your podcast. You can also leave us a five-star review on your Muffler Shops uh, review site as well. We will happily accept that. And you can also check out our other podcast, the Moisture Festival Podcast, where we do long-form interviews with the people that perform and create and make up the largest variety arts festival in North America. And you can get that where you got this podcast at. Yes, which is the streets. (laughs) That's it for today, folks. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Stay weird.